0: Adventures between the Arctic and Antarctic. Listen to Arvid Fuchs on the Ocean Change Podcast. Welcome to this podcast episode. This is Babel in Hamburg. And Arvid, where are you and how are you?
1: I'm, of course, on board port of Dagmaron, And we are in the port of Peterhead in Scotland.
0: Oh, already in Scotland. How was the last leg from Egersund in Norway to Peterhead? It was
1: was a bit rough, to be uh, quite honest. So uh, we had northwesterly winds and up to force seven, uh, which was about thirty five, thirty six knots, uh, which is. Uh, uh, as a headwind, it's, 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 it's pretty tough. And we had about waves about the size of three meters. So it was, um, was not so pleasant really to, to uh, go against uh, the waves and the wind. So we, well, we took a slightly southerly course and we sailed and motored at the same time. So to uh, keep up the course. And uh, so it, it stayed that way. For the whole crossing of the North Sea, so the North Sea can be pretty rough stretch of water, and uh, so. But eventually, we we made the coast and uh, sailed into the port of Peterhead.
0: You are a very experienced captain, and uh, th- this was not the first storm, but. Um how did the new crew members deal with this situation?
1: Oh, it wasn't certainly a storm. I, I mean, a storm is is, uh, is a different story. So that was just gale force winds, and uh, okay. that makes makes a big, big difference. So, but anyway, so if you sail close hold and and. Um it's, 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 uh, a three meters waves. So some of them were even a little bit higher. So it's, it's, uh, rough. And, uh, so part of the crew got seasick, Uh, but, uh, of course, so that, that, uh, can happen pretty easily. So, but um, so they, of course, they, they stood their watches anyway. And uh, but after the watch, they uh, went downstairs and and uh, lay down in the bunks. And so there was uh, not much talking, not much eating uh, at that <laughs> time. So, um, and when when they were not on, on, on watch, so they they were basically sleeping. But some of them were not affected by by seasickness and they were quite quite happy. But it was, uh, yeah, it, it was it was quite a
0: ride. Do you have a recipe? What does help against uh, seasickness?
1: not really bad. so uh, I mean you can take all kind of drugs and since I'm not affected by seasickness which is pure luck and uh, so I tried the various drugs when I stayed ashore at home and to see uh, what what kind of effect these drugs have uh, to people consuming them and uh, to me it's like a sleeping pill really so I, I get very tired if I take one of these and uh, so I could lay down and, and Fall asleep right away, but uh, I think there are all kind of, of drugs, and and some people they they actually uh, take some pills, but most of uh, of the crew don't and uh, so they just trying to to deal with the situation and I think that's the best way to do it
0: and it was the whole lag it was from from Egersund to Peterhead very challenging for the crew
1: yeah we uh, almost had to sail uh, twice the distance than originally planned because we had to go down south and uh, and then up north again and uh, so uh, it it, it took longer but uh, that's the way it is so Uh, that's uh, you can't change
0: it originally we had planned to uh, to record a podcast episode during this leg but uh, then you texted me it's not possible uh, um, because you had to concentrate on on this route or uh, what what was the reason
1: Yeah, also, uh, well, we had the motor running as well, so we were sailing and and, and kind of motor sailing, so we used the engine to uh, uh, make some some more headway and uh, so it was down below it was pretty noisy and outside it was very miserable. It was wet and windy and there was spray all over the boat, so uh, we just couldn't do it. And um, On the other side, we had to negotiate all the oil rigs uh, that were in our way and uh, I mean it's just like passing through a small town of of uh, of Eurix, uh, at sea and uh, they all have a safety zone and you're not allowed uh, to to pass through the safety zone so you have to somehow uh, maneuver around them and then there is another one and another one and uh, there will be another one on the next course so uh, that was exactly the time. When we were planning to make a podcast, so it was not really
0: feasible. Okay, no problem at all. But just just to know, and um, then everybody was happy when you uh, came close to the Scottish coast and uh, when you reached the port of Peterhead. Yeah, the people are so
1: so friendly. So of course. Uh, you just have to send an email to the port captain and port authorities uh, so that you will be allocated a berth where you can stay and we, we do not fit in a, in a normal marina of course so uh, we have to stay where the fishing vessels stay and, and they were very helpful and, and kind and and uh, they uh, I just now had to pay the harbour fee and it's Sunday and the harbour uh, master came with his car and drove me to a place where a could um, pay on on sunday and, and there was always a chat and it, it's always very very nice people so we're really enjoyable
0: so and uh, how is peterhead
1: well peterhead is uh, is a big port as a matter of fact and it's uh, it's a fishing port and uh, it has a long history of uh, fishery and uh, so uh, the town itself is, is not so attractive uh, i must say but uh, the people are nice and uh, and we had the uh, all over scotland was the so-called scottish week and uh, <laughs> so that's a big celebration for one week today is the last day as a matter of fact and uh, so we were um, we were lucky to to be here because the had a parade yesterday and uh, with musicians playing off and uh, the, the the typical Scottish music. So it was just quite nice with kilt and bagpipe. Exactly. So a concert with bagpipes and 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 uh, everybody was walking around in kilts and uh, yeah, it was was quite interesting and. Uh, yesterday was uh, just marvelous weather so it was sunny and nice and warm and no wind for for a change and uh, so uh, yeah we, we we spent the whole day outside so it was nice
0: and any guinness or any other scottish delicacy
1: well we got a lot of fish so we when uh, <laughs> we when we we uh, had the lines uh, ashore, so there, w- there was a guy coming with a, a van and uh, fully loaded with fresh fish, and we bought, I think, about six kilograms of, of haddock, and uh, so wow. which is uh, a hell of a lot of fish. And, and Peter and, and Bernard were just busy frying fish, and yeah, uh, outside, and uh, yeah, we, we were having a great time, and of course, we had a couple of Guinness too. Yes. <laughs>
0: So, and today you are already leaving Peterhead um, and you are heading up north to Wick. Is that right?
1: Yeah, in fact, Babel. Uh, so, we will leave in about two hours and uh, then we uh, will go to, uh, to Wick, as you said. So, it's about just 70 nautical miles, so not very far. But the interesting part is that Wick is just situated uh, at the very north east corner of uh, scotland mainland scotland and that's where the uh, so-called pentland firth starts the pentland firth is is kind of a sound between the mainland and the orkney islands and uh, you have a very strong uh, current uh, tidal current uh, passing through um, the the pentland firth and that's why you have to calculate it very well if you want to go either way and, and what you're going to do. So from there on, from Wick, we want to go into Scapa Flow and then to Stromness. And that's, uh, that means that you have to uh, enter the Pendant Firth and you have to time it right. So, uh, you can't go against the tides or you, you, uh, will be stay put and, and, uh, will not move anywhere. And uh, also you have to have a close look at the weather. So that's, um, just to, to make it short. So that's why, Wick is a very good uh, point to wait for the right weather at the right tide and before you enter the pendant.
0: This sounds very exciting, Arvid, and I look forward to chatting to you again.
1: Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting now. So um, we are not sailing these long distance anymore right now because uh, it, it's more like uh, visiting various places like uh, the Orkney Island and then uh, the, the Hebrides. Uh, but it's uh, very challenging also because you have these strong tides and tidal currents. But that makes it, of course, very interesting. And then it's so beautiful, this area. And uh, so we, yeah, we are. I think we we have a good time, and still, of course, uh, taking uh, water samples now and and doing our our work as as we promised, and uh, so the whole uh, the whole voyage it's very very interesting. Yeah,
0: it's an adventure, and you also integrate this uh, scientific aspect into your expedition.
1: Yes, yes, exactly,
0: and. All of you who listen to this podcast, you can be on board Dagmohan because Arvid has a live cam. You have access to this live cam uh, via his website, arvid-fuchs.de, and there is this link, live position, and there you can see the scientific data which Arvid uh, collects, and uh, you have also access to the live cam, and it's a great experience to sit at the desk at home and to be on board Damaon and to to see the horizon of it
1: yes. we we shut down the life cam when we get to port because it's uh, not much uh, going on uh, then, and uh, at night we shut it down. But uh, during daytime, when we're at sea, so it's always on, and yeah, you can can be part of the crew and just join us in
0: great. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. And yeah, I look forward to talking to you soon. All right, then. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was the podcast Ocean Change by Arvid Fuchs and Babel Phoenix.